Episode 121, Raiding the Kingdom, training camp preview. It's been a long hiatus. Coach has been busy. I've been busy, but we're back. We're going to look at the Raiders and Chiefs training camp for 2023. Coach, what is good? You know, man, I think part of the break was because you cheated on me that one episode with Austin. So I was, I had to get over that. You're but, too busy. Uh, You're too high in demand. Yeah, high in demand. High in demand individual. But uh, yeah, no, it's good to be back. Um, definitely, you know, it doesn't necessarily seem like it when you like, you know, listen to NFL Live or you listen to these things that there's really ever a hiatus with the NFL. But it, I guess in our case, there has been. We've just been, we've just been too busy, but we are back bringing you the content, uh, you know, obviously training camps coming up. Um, what is it? I think we're like, how many Sundays away? Um, I think we're nine. Nine Sundays away. From- Scott Hansen keeps posting from uh, Red Zone. Can't wait to see him again. Yes. Yeah. So nine Sundays away from, uh, you know, the best, the best part of the year. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the season. Man. I know you're excited to have uh, your, whoever's back for the Raiders. So, yeah, I mean, to, to be fair with sports media now, uh, there's really no one left to listen to an ESPN. It's just kind of a fill-in. You know, that, that's right one now. thing we could talk about, man. Is like, you know, uh, luckily we uh, we've survived the cuts here at Rating the Kingdom. <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, no pink slips went out. You know, yeah, we we just we're just the best guys that they have, right? So they can't get rid of us. Um, well, draft and, experts, you know, they can't afford to just cut us. Although, look at uh, what's his name. Mel Kuyper's – you see, I've already forgotten his name now that he's been Tom fired. Jay, yeah. That one I did not see coming. I was shocked. Yeah, uh, no, I, I think, you know, the thing with ESPN is, like, they've made some bad choices. I'll leave it at that. Um, just maybe that whole company has in some certain aspects of things. And, yeah, a lot of people had to go. So uh, I was surprised to see McShay go. But, you know, a lot of these guys will make uh, will make podcasts and, and, and be okay. Um but the, I think the craziest thing before we get into all of our uh, conversation is, is that we're growing up, right? So I'm, I was weird, drove to high school. They didn't necessarily listen to music. I listened to Mike and Mike in the morning, right? I know Austin had mentioned something about that too, right? Mike and Mike was like a staple. Driving to, driving to high school, you listen to, you listen to Mike and Mike in the morning, get your, get your sports on. Um, and that was a consistent thing for me. And then they just, they, Mike and Mike weren't a thing anymore, and they just cannot find a good morning national uh sports radio team to to get ratings and get the things that they need i mean here here in st louis we have a great morning radio show rating character uh and those guys but um you know i don't know nationally i don't know what hartford area if that's something that they that they we're just we get. had we just listened to kayshawn j will and max that's that's yeah. what it is you know and yeah uh, and i don't, I don't necessarily think they were bad i just it's it's not the same dynamic and i think it's i think it's hard to find that and uh we are available we are available ESPN. yep we can we'll fill cheap. in we'll be cheap um, you got rid of jason fitz the only raiders fan out there so i could definitely fill in there's yeah. no chiefs real uh yeah. you know person uh, to represent out there so coach will also fill in we yeah, will we'll both happily we'll abandon our jobs and we'll come out. So hit yeah, us we'll up. Come out, we'll do it. We, we can do it remotely. We can, you know, I'll get better internet. I promise. And uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get the official, like, you know, professional internet here. If that was going to be uh, an option, but uh, yeah, we'll tag ESPN in, in the, uh, in, in the post. Yeah. You know, the, the one available. The, the, legit, uh, this is the last time I know I said just two minutes ago, this is the last thing before we get into our, like losing Susie Colberman. I mean, that's just like, it's it's part yeah. of part of part of the gig Monday Night Football, right? You see Susie Goldberg, but uh, uh, or just all around NFL live and whatever. But um, yeah, 
part of, I guess it's part of the gig. It's part of the show. It's part of show business, man. You know, it is what it is. As long as they leave Dan Orlovsky alone. Dan, Don't man, I, Dan, do it. Dan is the prodigal son, man. Dan yeah. looks like he runs a mega He bleeds blue, games. dog. He does. UConn for life. So love Dan, man. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll kick this off. ESPN, like we said, hit us up. Uh, email is podcastsended at gmail.com if you want to send us a contract. Um, so we're going to go over training camp. The Chiefs kick off on – well, the rookies kick off July 26th. Uh, vets are the 28th, unless I got that backwards. And then, and that's at St. Joseph, Midwestern State in Missouri. The Raiders uh, rookies are July 20th. Vets are July 25th. And that's going to be in Henderson, Nevada uh, at the Mountain Healthcare Training Center. So I'm going to kick it off because I run the show. Coach does what I say, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start. Somebody that Coach and I both actually met, spent some time with at the draft, Tyree Wilson, the seventh pick overall. By the Raiders, defensive end from Texas Tech, Red Raider, now a silver and black Raider. The guy hasn't played football since, I believe, December of 2022. He has a foot injury he's been recovering from. He had no pro day. Uh, He didn't do any on-field stuff at the Combine. I know he was available for uh, interviews and all that that jazz, Um, but he did not participate in any other capacity. So he is not... He's been present for OTAs and whatnot, but he hasn't actually been on the field. So training camp is going to be a big test to see if he's actually healthy by then. I mean, that's uh, what do we got? Ten, that's 10 days from now that he's supposed to be reporting in Henderson. And I would like to see him get on the field and really start to get some feedback. Um, Cause you know, you hear it quick. You're going to hear the, the other guys on the defensive line, the offensive lineman. Oh, this kid's legit. He's blowing people off the corner. He's, you know, he's setting a nice edge. He's an interior because he can also play inside. He's an interior disruptor. I want to hear all that, but I need to hear something. And first I need to hear that he's on the field. So that's kind of my number one area of concern. I don't know if Coach Butte heard anything else on that, but um, yeah, there's really been no uh, movement as far as the Tyree Wilson news. Just a lot of jazz about his uh, arm length. That's really yeah, all I've it's heard. It's crazy when you look at him in that suit. You're just like, wow. Oh, my goodness. It's like, it's like Mr. Fantastic or something from Fantastic Four. It's, just like, you can, it's crazy. Yeah. When we shook his hand, I'm pretty sure my hand just disappeared inside yeah, of that, that mass. Yeah. I found it, though. You did. Thanks, bud. Uh, and then the next thing I kind of want to look at is QBs. And this isn't particularly um, a position battle discussion that I'm kind of going after, but Jimmy G, similar to Tyree Wilson, supposed to be healthy for training camp. The whole debacle, he, you know, we knew something was up when he missed his uh, intro press conference. Um, and then, lo and behold, he failed his physical. We almost had to, or they did have to make some addendum to his contract to change the guaranteed money. And then backing him up is Brian Hoyer and rookie Purdue quarterback Aiden O'Connell, who looks straight at, like uh, Farva from Super Troopers. So I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm definitely nervous about the quarterback position. Obviously, I, I've made it very clear that I'm not the biggest Jimmy G fan. But if we're going to trot somebody out, I'd rather it be him than the other two options. Brian Hoyer is kind of like close to that retirement, maybe get into coaching type thing with all of his experience. And Aiden O'Connell is a, is a pocket quarterback. He's not he, – he fits like a Matt Ryan type. And I'm definitely not saying he's anywhere near as good as Matt Ryan, but he's kind of your stoic pocket passer. He's not going to be doing a lot of bootlegs and scrambles. He's definitely not going to be doing any uh, read options and running in a first down or anything like that. 
So I'm just concerned to see if Jimmy G is going to actually be healthy and a lot of time's been wasted of him and Devontae Adams not syncing up. I hope that maybe he's already healthy and they have met in the offseason because Devontae, I know, wants to get another 1,000-yard season and Jimmy wants to probably stay on this contract as long as he can to avoid the Raiders going after a first-round quarterback, which I pray to God they do uh, next year because there is a lot of them to choose from. But that's really a big concern there. Coach, I don't know if you had any input or um, your takes on that little debacle going on right there. Yeah, I'm sure you're excited about it. You're not nervous about the Raiders anyways. but uh, Well, yeah, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. Right, Jimmy G, Brian, or who cares, yeah, right? Brian says I'm the owner of the Raiders. Um, so, uh, <laughs> just kidding. I do have a better hairline than uh, Mr. Davis does right now. But, um, you do. I, I, I just gave up and I shaved it. And it needs to do the same thing. But, um, yeah, so I think, the, the, obviously, you know, Jimmy G thing is, is unfortunate. Um, I'm not someone who doesn't appreciate competition. I think when Jimmy G's healthy, he's a decent quarterback, but he's just he's never healthy. And then Brian Hoyer, um, you know, that's just, a, I think, a good guy to have with a clipboard. And if it's absolutely desperation, then, you know, you put him in. I think they missed the boat with letting Jared Stidham go because apparently he's been he killed it at Broncos training camp. I mean, he's not going to obviously take over for Russell Wilson, but oh, at OTAs you know, he was slinging it. He was slinging it. So, but that is a potential thing maybe for next year because Champagne ain't going to mess around. If Stidham's going to give him a better chance to win, Stidham's going to play. Um, so I, again, that, that's here nor there. That's that's we can't really debate on that because it's not a thing anymore. But um, it should be interesting. You know, Aiden O'Connell uh, thought he was good at Purdue. Um, you know, he's, you know, give, give him reps, give him, give him a chance. Who knows? It's kind of like the Brock Purdy thing. You know, Brock Purdy wasn't some, um, you know, uh, guy that was a, I mean, he was a, he was a game changer to an extent at, at, Iowa, at Iowa state, but he, you know, he was, he was the last pick in the draft. Right. So that's, that says enough. So maybe, you know, O'Connell can have a similar trajectory, but again, you've got a lot of quarterbacks coming out next year. You never want to hear next year, next year, next year, but, um, you guess kind of at this point, he's kind of got to hope for the best. So, you know, right. that's, that's, that's a big thing. Yeah. And after that 49ers game, I would have preferred that they held on to Stidham. I, I wasn't comfortable with him being the starter, um, but he would have been a great backup. He did, he did really good that game. Um, still ended in a loss, but he looked, looked pretty sharp. It was a great move for Sean Payton to go get him. So now he's got a, a one of the better backups for Russell Wilson. And he's got a guy inside his, his building that knows the ins and outs of McDaniel's offense. And I mean, most people do because they've been watching it. Everyone that's watched the Patriots for the last, you know, 10 years um, knows what the offense looks like, but he's going to know the intricacies and the scheme and he's able to relay all that to Sean Payton as, you know, it's kind of what they do. It's like why they sign some guy off the chiefs practice squad a week before they play the chiefs to try to get whatever info they can and then dump them when the game's over and they lose. Um, but yeah, that, so that's my kind of second area that I'm going to be looking at. The last one, this actually kind of is a position battle. Um, Jacoby Myers, uh, you know, when they brought in half the Patriots roster, he came with it. Him versus Hunter Renfro, and Renfro's kind of one of the old guards that's left, which is ironic because he's still like, he's like 26, still a young guy. But he came in on the Max Crosby, Jonathan Abram, Cleland Farrell, all these guys that aren't there anymore besides Crosby, obviously. Um, you know, Darren Waller, that whole group, he's like the only one, you know, Derek Carr, he's the only one left. Um, and I kind of wonder if they're trying to, to maybe 
bump him down a little bit. And the issue I have is the recency bias is, you know, last year he had more fumbles than touchdowns, which was pretty unfortunate, but he was also very injured. He didn't play much. Um, but the year before in 2021, he was our receiver one after the rugs implosion. And he was a huge part of getting us to getting us to the playoffs. And you heard a lot of pro bowl, um, defensive backs talking about he's one of the best route runners in the league. Um, you know, he averages just a bit more separation than, uh, than Jacoby Myers. Um, but Myers has never had uh, a thousand yard season in the Patriots offense. I mean, his closest was last year with 804 receiving yards for six touchdowns. Um, you know, Renfro did, did eclipse a thousand yards in 2021. And, uh, didn't miss a game in 2021 or 2020. So like very reliable, um, just a solid target. But like I said, he's only, uh, he's about 5'10", 185. Then you got Myers who's 6'2", about 200. So you're with Jimmy G, you know, people talk about his accuracy and uh, he's pretty accurate in the, in the short, short game. But, you know, Devontae Adams in particular thrives on those 20 plus yard passes. So I think they're going to want the bigger target for, Jimmy and even though Jimmy and Jacoby never really played together the Patriot way, you know, it's that it is what it is. It's ironic, of course, that it's Jacoby Myers who literally handed us the game. Well, I guess pitched the game back to uh Chandler Jones, who ran that in for a touchdown, which was a glorious ending. But um I was pretty sure they were gonna win that one anyway. So I kind of see them leaning toward Jacoby Myers. It's their guy. He knows the offense already, he knows the scheme. Renfro barely played last year, is kind of the odd man out. I don't think it, if they find a trade partner, I think they might get rid of him. Um, if not, though, I think they're going to start to limit his snaps, unfortunately, and we'll see a decrease in his production. I think they're just, you know, they're washing away the whole roster. So I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. If you think I'm way off, if you think Renfro could take the wide receiver two spot, or if you think it's going to land with yeah, Jacoby. You know, I- I don't, I don't know what the deal is with Renfro. I don't know how similar Renfro's contract is to Jacoby Myers. Um, but uh, I don't – I mean, Renfro's been the most consistent guy we've had, really, since he's got there. Obviously, Devontae got there, and he's been Devontae. But um, I always love Renfro's grit and his just – you know, he was a key – he won, what, he won two national championships at Clemson. He's a winner. Right, he goes out there. He works hard. I don't know what the uh, what their deal is, but maybe like like you said, they're trying to change the whole guard. You know, got Darren Waller gone. Um, you know, uh, Derek Carr now, and you know, they're, I don't think they'll get rid of Crosby, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get why they got Jacoby. Um, but uh, I don't know if Jacoby and Hunter can be on the same team. So who knows what happens? Maybe they trade. They trade Hunter. I guess that's really the only option. But again, I. You know, Myers is good, but I don't see that that was like someone they necessarily needed because him and Renfro are so similar. But you know, I'm no, I'm no GM, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and good, good uh, point to bring up on the contract situation. So Renfro's on a two-year deal worth 32, uh, 32 mil. Myers uh, in that deal begins this season, and then Myers is on a. Um, uh, what is he? He's on a three-year, thirty-three mil. So he's making, uh, on average, eleven million. Renfro's making about sixteen. Uh, you know, Myers is ten grand guaranteed at signing. Renfro's, I believe, is fourteen. Is all from Spotrack or Spotrack, however you want to say it. Grand, yeah. yeah. What I say, grand. Ten, ten grand. Yeah. 
Yeah, ten million. My mistake. Um, there is an out on Renfro's contract after this season. That would only be five million dead cap. They get rid of him. If they got rid of him this year, it'd be eighteen million in dead yeah, cap. The, so the contracts in the NFL are just they're they're fake, right? Yeah, it's just it's Harry Potter. It's just magic, magic. make believe. But yeah, um, so that's kind of what I had there. I had so Tyree Wilson, the the quarterbacks, and then the wide receiver two position. That's what I got for the Raiders for training camp. Um, and like I said, kicks off July 20th for the rookies, July 25th for the vets. Let's transfer a segue into a team that actually wins games. And I hate to even say that, but it's the truth. Midwestern State Chiefs training camp, 725. What up, coach? What are you going to yeah, be looking at? Surprised we don't have any training camp games over there at Arrowhead West. But um, shut up. Just to get used to the heat. But uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs training camp's coming up. There's a couple things that have, have caught my attention. Um, I will, we talked about this a little bit before, but I thought about it as you were talking, I was like, you know what, what about Clyde Edwards Hilaire, right? Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, right. The, he, they didn't pick up the, the, his fifth year option. Um, you know, he's kind of been an anomaly since he's got here. Uh, you know, obviously we have Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Jarek McKinnon, um, as our, you know, as our first two running backs on the depth chart, we've drafted some guys and got some, um, undrafted free agents. We'll, we'll talk about that on another episode, but I want to you know, kind of um, center in on uh, Clyde and see it's obviously a big year for him. I, I don't think he'll be back, but he has an opportunity to make himself some money. Cause like we talk about all the times, you know, you, you have that, if you're a first round running back, I hope you save your money, right. To the best of your ability and, and, and invest mm-hmm. it right. Because the likelihood of you getting another huge contract is not very high. So, um, you know, I think, uh, Clyde has an opportunity to make himself some money, um, but he just has to be that running back that they drafted him to be, you know, a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield, uh, still running between the lines. Um, and I think Andy Reid will give him an opportunity. He's going to be healthy. He's a weapon. There's no need to really necessarily cut him or get rid of him unless it's absolutely necessary. So I think this is a big year for him, and I would hope that he takes this as an opportunity to um, – to go out there and, and try and kick butt as much as he can, right? Because he's not coming back to KC, but he's got an opportunity to, like I say, reiterate, make some money. So that should make a guy work that much harder, try and have that much more of a good season. Um, and I think if you have a healthy, determined, motivated uh, Clyde Edwards Lair, then that's going to go a long way. So I would hope that he would want to have his best season to date and, you know, Get him, get himself paid, but also that'll benefit the Chiefs. So I'm all about that. What are your thoughts? So I mean, he looked. I th- think it was like the first six weeks last year. Maybe he looked solid. Like he was very productive. He was a big uh, red zone target. Um, and then I don't know if it was an injury or just simply cutting reps. You know, sh- you know, short term memory loss on that one. I had enough to worry about on the Raiders end, but. Um, you know, then the Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon show began, and those two really took over the backfield in all aspects, passing in on the ground. So I think the potential is there if the guy can just be healthy. I, it seems like he might be a bit out of it. You know, he wasn't present for everything uh, after you guys won the Super Bowl. I don't think he played a single snap in the Super Bowl. Um, so that's probably going to I have a feeling he's probably a little bit alienated from the club. I didn't see how involved he was at like the ring night and all that. I'm sure he was there. Did he go to the White House? Did he go? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. I, he's he's kind of just been. Um, 
I think there's a little bit of probably some hurt feelings there. Um, but you got to man up, man. You got to man up and know that this is your season to to get yourself out there and let other teams get interested in you. Because um, the scouting department and Brett Veach and, and, and Andy Reid rarely miss on people, especially, you know, in the first round. This is like the old guard. Um, and uh, he, uh, he needs to have a good season. And it's like I said, it's just going to benefit him. The Chiefs are going to be fine if Clyde Edwards Lair is garbage. If Clyde Edwards Lair is what he can be to some degree, that makes us that much more dangerous. That's and, that, and that's the bottom line. So I agree. It, it, it's a it's a win win situation. It's a no it's a it's a no loss situation for us, right? So right. It's great. It's a win. If he's not, it's not a big deal. So right. um, he just has. And to, if he, and if he's great and they want to hold on to him, franchise tag him. No need to do a big year ex- unless you want to run into a yeah, Josh Jacobs situation. Yeah. So well, I'm sure he would he would love to take eleven million. Yeah, but, um, that's what Jacobs is looked at. Is uh, his tag is just south of eleven, so it'd be yeah. ten million, which is apparently not enough. But that's a whole other thing for I, another I day. Running backs are, you know, it takes one hit and you're done. And they want to, they want to yeah. it is what it is. So after that, uh, much like if you probably go back to some of the episodes from last year, we talked about the wide receiver situation because you know we'd obviously had lost Tyreek Hill, Juju had come in, Juju has now moved on to the Patriots. Um, you know. I think it's pretty clear that uh, Kadarius Tony is our number one. Um, I think for me, it is the the evolution of Sky Moore. How's Sky Moore going to be year two? Um, is he going to take that next step? Is uh, MVS going to you know? I know he's, he made some big plays for us in the playoffs, Super Bowl. Is he going to be um, what he's capable of being? Um, and then you got Rasheed Rice, who we just drafted this year at SMU. And we have Justin Ross, the prodigal son who, you know, spent the whole last year on the practice squad because he was injured. He'll be coming into training camp fighting for a wide receiver spot. Um, so it's just to see how these wide receivers perform and who's going to really uh, light it up in training camp and and, um, and and earn their spot. You know, there's always, you know, Hopkins hasn't signed, right? So you still hear all the rumors, oh, he might be going to Kansas City, this and that. It's to me uh, – if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, you know, I'm, I'm signing an incentive-laden deal with the Chiefs for one year. Um, you know, he, DeAndre Hopkins has made money, right? This is not him. He's not – I don't know his financial situation, but I don't think he's desperate for money. I know you want to make as much money as you can. I get it. I'm not an NFL player, so it's not the wear and tear on my body. You want to be able to you know, have the generational wealth type thing. But um, he also wants a championship, right? So, like – you go to Kansas City and you play with Patrick Mahomes, you got a pretty good chance of that happening. And you—he fits perfectly for um, the type of um, receiver that Kansas City needs. It's to be able to stretch the field, a possession guy. Um, you know, not someone who's necessarily burn you with speed. You got Sky Moore and you got Kadarius Tony for that. I think you know MBS. the offense and MVS. Yeah, right. So you, you guys, you got those burners, but you got a guy like. Hopkins, who's a possession receiver that, again, like I said, can stretch the field, and uh, it would help. It, it would help the offense dramatically, or dramatically, um, but um, not dramatically, but dramatically. Uh, but I also think we'll be okay if we don't sign him. I just think it'd be great if he did. You know, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm uh, getting greedy here, but it is what it is, and uh, he, um, 
he would he would bring a lot. But again, so if he doesn't, Rasheed Rice, uh, Justin Ross, and Sky Moore are the ones I'm really looking at. Like I said, MVS has been in the NFL what for like five five six years now. He's he's relatively proven. We kind of know what we're gonna get out of him. Kadarius Tony, you know, is obviously clutch and huge for us during the time he was able to play in Kansas City. I know he was injured a couple of weeks, but Super Bowl he was huge, especially that punt return. So. I think a full season, uh, full off season with Andy Reid and training camp and all that. He's very motivated. He's talking shit to the Giants online, um, and you know he's got he's already got that KC tat. So he's he's happy to be there. He's motivated. Um, so I think he's gonna have a great season because he's coming up for a contract. So I think it's just like the rest of these guys that are gonna fill out this room that's not highly rated according to you and your wide receiver rankings. Um, but that's oh, you okay. saw that? All right. I did. Yeah. I mean, what? Raiders, yeah, they might be gay. But I don't think I I didn't list the Raiders as top five this year. I left them out. Um, so I did, yeah. So what Coach is referring to is I did write an article about the weakest receiver groups in the league, and I gave the Chiefs the number five position out of five. Um, so they're not the worst. I just think that it, and I'm not saying that they can't do it with. I'd say on paper, and from what we've seen, I think it's just not a great room. But it's not all that different from last year. All you really did was lose Juju Smith, right? I mean, what? Yeah, Juju, yeah, and we lost Juju, so we really didn't lose that much. You know, I said we gained Rasheed Rice, who was, who was, you know, I think one of, the, you know, one of the better receivers in this draft that doesn't necessarily get talked about because he had great numbers at SMU and he looked good in OTAs. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. DeAndre, more than welcome to come to Kansas City. Um, I will. Uh, That'd be the nail in the coffin if you guys tell get us, in. If you come to Kansas City, I will Venmo you. And you can go to Joe's Barbecue or Casey Joe's and get anything you want on me. So where's that place we went to? That was pretty good. Uh, well, they made us eat outside, but it was good. I, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, some kind of draft event inside that we couldn't yeah, tamper upon. Yeah, but that was good. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I feel from what everything sounds like is that he's you know he's got his offers from the Titans and the Patriots, but he's just waiting to see if a contender. Um, will kind of match that or at least come really close to it. So if you can get Veach to pony up a little dough, even if you just get him for one year, if he's down to do a one-year deal, get him, then he'll get his ring, you know? And Well, yeah, the, the, the most, um, you know, and, and that'll, that'll actually trickle into my next point. Oh. Um, the most important thing for me in this whole training camp preview, we have until July, July 17th to get, uh, no, do we have till July seventeenth? No, that's that's the four, Are you talking about the franchise tag franchise to extension? Tag, right. That's July fourteenth. July fourteenth. So we don't have to do that with Chris Jones because he's still under contract for another year. But I really want to get Chris Jones re-signed. Yeah, we didn't. I'm not saying he's still on an extension, isn't he? He's got a year left. He's got a year yeah. Left. So he he's not subject to that okay, deadline yeah. then. For some yeah. Reason, yeah, I don't know why. That's like that's the Josh Jacobs date. That's the Josh Jacobs thing. So yeah. for me, uh, getting Chris Jones, there, there's other things like I could say, you know, Car- George Karloftis, um, Uzama, you know, the guy we just brought in. Um, we got the guy from uh, the uh, our free agent, our big free agent signing from um, that's not a uh, offensive tackle, Juwan Taylor. Um, our uh, big. He is Charles. I always Amanu. Charles Aminu. Amonu. Aminu. Forty Niners. I I apologize. I'm sorry, Charles. Charles. Sorry, Charles. I'm just a. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. So he he's 
he's slotted to be our starting end too, along there with Karloftis. Those guys are obviously going to have to be important with Frank Clark leaving, but getting Chris Jones re-signed, I think is incredibly important. Um, he is a, uh, I think he's the best defensive tackle in football right now. He is. Call me crazy. Um, but I think he's kind of surpassed Aaron Donald at this point. Aaron Donald might go down as one of the best ever, but right now currently in the NFL, I think I'd give it to Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we need to do something whenever I say Stone Cold Chris Jones, the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, thing plays. So I need you to like get a button made. So when I say Stone Cold, the glass breaks. Oh, I can just, do that. Just an option. Just an option. Yeah, we can you're, find that. You're the, you're the tech wizard of the group. Oh, um, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, CESPN, we do our own editing. We do all that stuff too. So just sign us up. But yeah, getting Chris Jones, I think, would also free up some cap room. Maybe go get DeAndre Hopkins. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. Full full faith in Beach to get it done. Uh, Chris Jones wants to be here. You look at Chiefs Twitter, and it's just like every day. It's like, oh, he posted something on Instagram. Maybe he's leaving. Like, let's let's be chill. He, I feel like he's, you know, he's not leaving. But let's let's get him re-signed so there's no so there's no right. So there's no speculation. Let's just yeah, make, no make the guy happy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He deserves that. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I hope you guys don't sign him because he's an absolute nightmare and our offensive line is going to be sketchy once again. Um, but no, that's a that's a pretty good one to look for because uh, he hasn't outright made it known, right, that he wants he wants his contract, but he's also not really oh, being he, shy about it. He, he, you know, he's, he's, he's made it known that he wants to be in Kansas. Okay, he has. Okay. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, I don't think... There's too much else with you guys that's really like glaring. Um, I mean, Jackson Mahomes is a criminal. We could talk about that, but I think it's, we'll leave that to the legal system, right? Yeah. The um, say, say I, I spaced out. What did you just say again? I thought we were going to talk about uh, Jackson Mahomes being a criminal. Oh, he's the, Jackson face, he's, he's the face face of your franchise. So. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I was going to talk about is the battle between Blaine Gabbert and uh, Patrick Mahomes for the start. That's a, that's a non-starter. There's no way. Yep. I don't think we have to worry about that. Uh, battle for sure. And a shout-out to uh, Man Beautiful and uh, Patrick Mahomes for beating uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson in the golf shootout. Those guys just win in all aspects of everything. I hate it so much. They're they're just rapidly becoming superstars and not just the NFL, but in general. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're Charles killing it. Kelsey, baby, you know? There we go. Okay. Well, uh, everyone, so that, that was our training camp preview. I mean, we really do have a lot to digest. We are just so excited for the season to start. And really, it's it might be nine Sundays uh, away from the regular season, but we're really three weeks away from the uh, Hall of Fame game. I think it's the Jets and the Browns. And I'm not a big preseason guy, but I just need something now. It's been I don't do this Wemby stuff with the NBA. I don't do baseball with the Ellie De La Cruz, although he looks pretty legit. Um, I do football, so that's what I've been waiting for. Is what Coach and I live for. We just want to get it going. We're we've already been looking at what events we're going to be at this year, and we're pumped and just ready to to really get cranking. So this is the start of the content. Once training camp starts, we'll be back at it, um, which is really in in ten days or uh, twenty days for uh, the Raiders. So. Oh, and if you're buying your NFL tickets, head over to SeatGeek, use promo code RTK for your uh, $20 off your first order. It's not your first order. Possibly use another email and get some more orders and get some discounts. And uh, I'm not saying do anything. Make up up a funny email. You know, we're all older now, right? Not all of us. I don't know, but the age demographics of who listen, but. 
we all used to have funny emails when we were younger, right? Right. Not appropriate for being professional. Correct. Just saying. Just saying. If you see coach's face, he's telling you to be creative. Uh, but yeah, so so get on it, and uh, we will have our underdog uh, program reset for August first. So that'll also be uh, promo code RTK. But hold off till August first to sign up there and make your bets and make a lot of money, like Coach and I always do. Mm. Um, sometimes. All right, we'll see you guys on the next one. Go Chiefs, baby. Raider Nation. <laughs>